I'm going to tell you about two things that I know to be absolutely true about this Blue Jackets team. We'll talk about it today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Hayden Heilsworn. Back with me later this week is my co-host, Jay Foster. I'm here to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of your favorite team in ours, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before I get going, I want to say thank you to the everydayers. If you're not already one of our everydayers, make sure to subscribe to Locked On Blue Jackets. We're available on all podcast platforms here on YouTube. Hit subscribe if you're watching there. And we're also on the SiriusXM app. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. The two things that I know to be absolutely true about this Blue Jackets team are, one, if you're not new here, this might surprise you, but, um, or no, if you're not new here, excuse me, this isn't going to surprise you. If you are new here, well, I mean, maybe you've heard about the Blue Jackets. Maybe you know they notoriously stink. And same is true about this year. They are not a playoff team. Let's be real. They, they, they've done nothing since I claimed they weren't a playoff team after that 4-3 Kings loss. I, that's when I was out on this team. That was absolutely a game. Earlier this month that they should have won. Actually, it was last Tuesday. It's been, it hasn't even been a week since that game. And it already feels like it's been the longest freaking season of all time. And it's going to continue to probably feel that way, unfortunately. So don't get your hopes up. This just isn't a playoff team. They're, they're probably not going to turn this season around. It's more guys are just only going to start to get hurt as, as the, as the year goes on. And, yeah, at this point, I just I would say trade everybody, <laughs> trade everybody, and start tanking for the number one overall pick. Right now, the Blue Jackets not doing good enough, just uh, giving themselves an eleven point five percent chance where they sit right now, according to Tankathon.com, to get that number one overall pick. Which this is the same thing the Blue Jackets just went through this past year, so. I mean, it sucks, but it's just it's what this team has to do to get competitive. And I know they got plenty of assets or plenty of future assets that are playing in juniors right now, playing in college right now. But you never can have too many. The Blue Jackets are just going to have to start throwing games and start tanking. I mean, they're not going to start throwing games. Obviously, that's not what anybody does in professional sports. So we've been told. but. It is the best interest of this Blue Jackets team to just lose, lose, lose hard. Be be no doubt the worst team in the league this year. Every single loss that I put here that I write down for on my little custom Blue Jackets calendar can just – it just puts a smile on my face because it just means they're one step closer to getting Macklin Celebrini, who – I don't even know if he's good. I know he's obviously not Bedard-level good. 
be it that we talked about Connor Bedard for two whole seasons before he was eventually drafted. And if you, if you wonder why, I, I hope you're not by now because the dude's phenomenal. Macklin Celebrini has been talked about since I've been aware of the 2024 NHL draft. Since mock drafts have been out, Macklin Celebrini at BU has been the guy that everybody's talking about. And if he really is the guy, the Blue Jackets need to lose, give themselves a best chance at getting him. And if he's not the guy, then they need to give themselves uh, a good chance at getting the guy directly below him, who his name's escaping me right now, but uh, another he's he's an American-born player, I can tell you that, Cole Eiserman. So, sure, both these guys are forwards, and – yeah, if if they're being if you know the Blue Jackets need to do what they need to do, which is in secure the number one overall pick because again, and they 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 are plenty loaded with the future. The future is still very bright, not just with the guys that played that have been playing well recently with this team. I'm talking about Chinikov, Voronkov, Marchenko. That line has just been on fire. Johnson Fantilli Texier has looked pretty good. Johnson Fantilli Bemstrom has looked good. Um, I actually don't know if Texier has played with Fantilli and Johnson, but I know Bemstrom has a lot, and that line's looked okay. But um, so you're good there, but you also have, you know, you have you have Jordan Dumay, James Maltesta, Gavin Brinley, William Whitelaw, all these dudes who are gonna be playing in the World Junior Tournament coming up here at the end of December. You want to also have Macklin Celebrini, who is going to be another one of these players in the World Juniors who we will all watch and drool over because he's going to play for Team Canada. He's just going to dominate. I mean, I'm going to be watching because this really is kind of the time when you figure out who are going to be the stars of the future, right? Because we've seen so many great performances in World Juniors. I mean, David Yurchek, his performance last year, the last two years in the World Juniors, the IIHF World Juniors, uh, was phenomenal, really fun to watch, and gave you a glimpse at what you were going to see. And Macklin Celebrini will be playing for Team Canada here in 15 days. Countdown to face-off right here for the World Championship. World Juniors is in 15 days. That's really the next thing that I'm looking forward to as a Blue Jackets fan because – that's when you see the great Macklin Celebrini. And then that's when I'll make my true judgment on whether I think he is all that he's cracked up to be. We'll at least know a lot more about him. Obviously, anything that I say about him is just going to be ridiculous and probably untrue. So let him let his play speak for itself in 15 days. And then, hopefully then, you will realize, yeah, the Blue Jackets should probably be tanking for this dude. Which means, as I go back to my original point, just trade anybody you can at this point. I don't know who has uh, a no-trade clause and who doesn't, but trade anybody and everybody, anybody that's playing good, anybody that's playing bad, get rid of them. Um, there'll be There's a couple guys that I want to lock in for don't trade, and I'm going to say those guys are you know Adam Fantilli, Ken Johnson, Karel Marchenko, Igor Chinikov, he has he he might save Yarmo's job, right? Because he was the 21st overall pick back in uh was that 2020, 2019, one of those two years. 
And he was a reach, right? Because that was, you know, he was a huge reach. All the guys on the TSN crew that night were like scrambling, trying to figure out who this guy is. Bob McKenzie, who just never misses on anything as far as hockey coverage, was scrambling, trying to figure out who that guy was. And he's just been looking awesome the last couple games. What, three goals in the last two games? And a bunch of assists in there as well. So shout out Igor Chinikov, who had to start this season up in Cleveland, came down to the NHL, um, came up to the NHL, but, you know, down geographically. Sorry for those who are new here. I like to I like to be accurate as possible on geographics. I'm big, you know, that's just how I make sense of the world. And Cleveland, a lot of times, is up for me. So you have to know that if you're here at Lockdown Blue Jackets, the Cleveland Monsters who are very good this year, still leading the AHL North division, I believe, but they've had, they had a couple losses. They were, they had won six in a row, but I think they just dropped two games and have Belleville coming up. So let's see if they can get right on the back on the right path. But you just have to know that the Cleveland monsters are the AHL team. If I refer to Cleveland, that is the AHL team, Blue Jacks NHL team. Anyway, Igor Chinikov had to start there, and look how great he's He's just playing awesome. Um, just some other guys in the no-trade list. David Yurchek's up there. Um, I, some some of you might have noticed by now, I haven't said Johnny Gaudreau's name, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I assume he probably has a no-trade clause. I assume that a guy at this point in his career probably signed a no-trade-y, so... Um, this is just not something that I'm, uh, educated on at this point, And I apologize for that. Maybe I should do a little bit of research before I hop on here, but I'm just not going to do that right now. All I can tell you is that this isn't a playoff team. And if they're not a playoff team, the best case scenario for them is to lose and to tank. Uh, heck there was a, you know, their own, their own owner, John P McConnell, who, you know, Love this man because he is just a very hands-off type of dude. You know, like we never hear things about John P. McConnell. And he's the son of the great John H. McConnell, who, you know, was the one who brought Columbus its first, uh, or not its first, but it's, yeah, pretty much its first professional franchise, really. First major professional franchise. And, you know, shout out the crew this weekend, of course. For winning the MLS Cup, that obviously brought a lot of joy in my life, be it that I'm a crew fan. But uh, the McConnells are a great family, and a lot of people love John P. McConnell the same way that they loved his father, John H. McConnell, because of the way that he runs not only his business, but the way that he runs the team in that he's just a completely hands-off owner, pretty much. And turns out he's fed up. He's fed up because there was a quote and Aaron Portsline had the story on it. Great follow for him. Um, if you do decide to follow Aaron Portsline because he he writes for The Athletic, it's tons of inside stories and great. Just great. Just subscribe to The Athletic, of course. It's a no-brainer move for you as a fan. But uh, And I won't spoil what was said in the story because you should go look at it yourself. But John P. McConnell is mad about what is going on right now, to put it briefly. He is frustrated and he might start voicing his opinion to the organization a lot more, which could mean that some people's jobs are at stake and just we'll just see how that goes. All right. So I tease that two things are true. I just told you that this Columbus Blue Jackets team is not a playoff team. Not this year. Not this year. 
And as sad as that is, the everydayer already knows that. The every other dayer might already know that. But if you're new here, you may not have known that. And I'll tell you why next on Locked on Blue Jackets. Passion, drive, and patience. These are the things that bring home the winning trophy. These are also the things that help keep your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to a peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. Don't want to be burning cash. You want to be burning rubber out there, baby. So with all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. This next segment is going to be slightly more positive because I don't feel like being totally negative right now. If I'm being completely honest, I didn't expect the Blue Jackets to beat the Florida Panthers, even after a great 5-2 win on Friday night at home against the Blues. They beat a backup goalie, so I wasn't I wasn't totally like, oh, this team's back. Even if they would have beaten Jordan Bennington, I, was, I still probably wouldn't have been convinced of that because the Blue Jackets do like to throw a one-off huge victory every once in a while. So, And it was against the Blues, who aren't the best team. So I obviously – was expecting a little bit of a step back against the Panthers. And granted, the 5-2 scoreline, like it wasn't actually a 5-2 game. It was 3-2 there late in the third. So this game appeared a lot closer than what it finished. But just overall, before I get into what exactly I know is true about this team, the other thing that's a lot more positive, I'll just dwell a little bit more on the negative for a second and just mention that the Blue Jackets could be on track for their worst month of the season yet because I was just checking, just curious, at the team's goal differential for the month of October, which they didn't do so good. They were 3-4-2 uh, and two that month. They were minus 7 goal differential for that first month of October, which is really a half month, obviously. But the first full month, which was November, the only full month that they played, um, because we obviously have the rest of December yet to play. They were minus six goal differential. So they were actually a one goal differential improvement from month of October where they were three, four, and one to the month of November where they were four, nine, and two. So they were much worse in that month uh, record-wise. But remember, if you remember as the everydayer, Jay and I were on this podcast telling you guys that this team was still competitive. Like they still were kind of fun to watch because they'd be in these games late and just find ways to lose them. I think if you look back then, Columbus was playing like a full, maybe not, not a full 60 minute game, but they were playing a 50 minute game or a 55 minute game, but just would just lose it 
there in a couple moments against some of these teams. If you look at the month of December now, flash forward to where we're at here, the Blue Jackets are two, three, and one with a goal differential of minus five. So they're kind of back on pace for where they were at in October, where they were losing blowout games and just not really getting a lot of wins. I mean, they didn't get a lot of wins in November either, but when they did, you know, seven, three, five to two, like Columbus uh, does have a couple wins this month, four to two, five to two, but the losses are starting to get bigger, right? Uh, a lot of four, three, three, two, four, three games in November month of December so far has been seven, three, five, two loss tonight, uh, three, one loss. So um, puck line against the jackets is starting to become very lucrative. So you might want to watch out for that. That leads me into my second point about this team though, which as I said through that terrible month of November, this this team is still a very fun team to watch. And for that, they still kind of have this like, they just have so many young players. So the potential for all these individual guys is just so high, but it does feel like a bunch of like freshmen and sophomores playing with, you know, seniors, juniors, and really good sophomores out there on the ice. You know what I'm saying? Like the Blue Jackets just feel like there's still a lot of development needed before they really become who they truly are. But it is fun to see flashes of what they will eventually become in these small moments. And again, I don't know if that's a necessarily uh, a reason to uh, give credit to the Blue Jackets. That might just be giving credit to the NHL in total and my love for the sport of hockey that I still find enjoyment on a night-in, night-out basis watching these teams play. But I just do love watching watching uh, certain Monsters players get a chance to have uh, you know, playing time like Jet Greaves these last couple games has been pretty fun to watch. He had a moment that he had a stretch there, I think, in the second period of that Blues game where he was just getting peppered shot after shot after shot, but just knocking them all down like an absolute brick wall. He uh, he's definitely a player that um, keep playing him, keep playing him because right now, just at the age he's at, which I believe he's just 22 years old, so still very young, um, He he's just thinking about nothing out there. The game of hockey just seems to be flowing for him, and he's been putting up very good numbers, Jet Greaves has, in uh, Cleveland. And um, I'd like to see him do the same in Columbus because he's the future. He's the future. Daniil Tarasov is the future. Still, we're, you know, we're all the way in December, have not seen him play one game yet. So starting to wonder if there's a little bit more going on with the Neil Tarasov's leg than we may have anticipated. That that could be frustrating. That could be frustrating because he needs to be getting playing time, right? He needs to be getting used to NHL speed, getting used to being a starter night in, night out. Daniil Tarasov is the guy after Elvis and even though Elvis has played better this season to kind of resurrect his stance here in Columbus, everybody's future is up for grabs right now. I mean, totally up in the air, not, not, not up for grabs, but all their futures are totally up in the air because Yarmo is a crazy, he's a mad scientist out, out there uh, at nationwide arena, dude. He's, 
he's just he's cooking up trades constantly and he will do something crazy and trade you. He traded Cam Atkinson out of nowhere, who is playing for a, a Flyers team right now, guys, that is just kicking butt. And even though it's a division rival and you know, I there's there's they have terrible corporate ownership and treat their fans horribly and maybe there maybe some people may feel like Philly fans they don't really like Philly fans anyway I happen to love a lot of uh, Philly fans just because of the passion that they have for their team John Tortorella has that team second place in the Metro right now guys so uh you know there is something to be said about having an older coach that has had experience coaching in this league. And I just think that was what uh, Yarmo Kekalainen was going for when he hired Mike Babcock. So if John P. McConnell is frustrated with what's going on in Columbus, I totally understand. Obviously, all the fans are. But I just know that right now I am going to currently stand for Yarmo's job and just say I think he he is still doing a good job as a general manager. Um but, you know, I'm not going to totally – I'm not going to die on that hill just because if if John P. McConnell is frustrated with Yarbo Kekalainen and does think that a change at that seat is what this team needs, then, hey, pull the plug because it can't really get much worse than having to go through another season where the team is going to have to tank. All right. Next, we'll talk a little bit about the future – We'll get into the semantics of what that could look like for this Columbus Blue Jackets team because, again, the season's over. So we're kind of looking into 2024 maybe a little bit. But what can the Blue Jackets do the rest of the season to prepare for 2024? We'll talk about that next here on Locked on Blue Jackets. Well, we are 30 games into this NHL season, and even though it's looking pretty gloomy for the Blue Jackets, there are maybe some other teams that you might like that can maybe circle back and do something pretty impressive. Heck, you know what? Maybe even the Blue Jackets. Maybe even the Blue Jackets, if they just won, decided, hey, you know, it's almost Christmas time. Why don't we give the Blue Jackets fans what they deserve? Let's go on a Stanley Cup run. And what if they won the Stanley Cup this year? You know, that's something like that is possible. I'm not going to say that's out of the realm of possibility because miracles do happen. The sport, the sport knows that, right? So something like you winning a hundred times your money is also possible with the daily fantasy hockey app known as Sleeper. It's the official daily fantasy hockey app of Locked On NHL. It's the number one app of choice for all daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, as I said, you can win 100 times your cash with daily fantasy hockey contests. All you have to do is pick whether studs like McDavid, Ovechkin, or Crosby will record more or less than their Sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, and more in any given game. So to do to win 100 times your money, on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Blue Jackets fans. You can win a hundred times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks, and you can start winning big. So use promo code Locked On NHL, and you'll get a, up to a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. 
Terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. See sleepers, terms of use for details, and location availability. All right. Time to look to the future. And here's how it goes. So a couple days off here, which is nice for Columbus because they've they've just been losing. <laughs> I was gonna say they've been playing a lot, but they really haven't. They've been, they have played a lot. They actually have. If you looked how many games the Blue Jackets have played, they have played a significant. Uh, they've played a lot more than any other team. First of all, in the Metro, they might be the only team that has played thirty games in the league. If I'm Reading this correctly, yes. The Blue Jackets are the only team in the NHL that has played 30 games. They have just nine wins in those 30 games, which is tied for second to last in the NHL. Tied for uh, 30th there, 29th, whatever. I don't know how numbers work, but yeah, just nine goals on the year, which is bottom five in the NHL, despite nine goals, nine wins on the year, despite playing the most amount of games. So yeah, so that gives you a pretty good idea as to why I believe this team season is just over. Just tank for Macklin Celebrini. Right now, you would be giving yourself the third best odds to get him, according to tankathon.com. But um, listen, the Blue Jackets, they do have a bright future, man. Jordan Dumay, James Maltesta, those guys are tearing up the juniors. William Whitelaw and Gavin Brindley, both those guys are tearing up the Big Ten right now. Gavin Brindley's stats are amazing. I was just looking at William Whitelaw's stats. He's got six goals in 17 games as a as a freshman. I don't know if he's actually a freshman. I don't know how grades work either, but I know he is playing his first year at Wisconsin, and he's doing very well. Actually has the Badgers at second in the Big Ten Conference, so right there behind, uh, I believe it was Minnesota for first place in the Big Ten. But um, actually, let me just look it up. I, you know, I can do that. I can look up the Big Ten hockey standings for you because Blue Jackets have a couple guys in that uh, conference. Uh, I just lost my uh, – okay, here it is. Oh, no, Michigan State, they are the team that's kicking kicking butt right now in the Big Ten. That's 7-1-2, and two, but Wisconsin 8-2-0. And I'm sure credit of that goes to William Whitelaw, who has six goals on the year. So, listen, Blue Jackets are going to have all those players that I just named playing in the World Juniors at the end of the month. I'll be looking forward to that. That's a great thing to watch when you're at home uh, on Boxing Day, the day after Christmas. It's just a it's just a good time of year, you know. And it's like if, for those who don't get to really for hockey fans out there that aren't really tapped into college hockey. This is kind of your other, you're really your true outlet to watching amateur hockey at a very competitive level because it is competitive. It's fun. It's a great international tournament. It's the best international tournament in the sport of hockey. Yes, even better than the Olympics because the Olympics doesn't have, as of now, does not have NHL players, whereas the World Juniors has future NHL players. So good, uh, good consolation there. And definitely. Malatesta, Dumay, Brindley, Whitelaw, all those guys will be good in the NHL. They'll definitely be in the NHL. Um, and Macklin Celebrini, who's playing for Team Canada, would love for the Blue Jackets to be able to get the number one overall pick and draft him. And that's what the future looks like for this team. That's what you got to try to do. Do you try to trade some guys? I don't know. 
Um, I don't even know who is up for trade, but Yarmo certainly does. And he will absolutely be on the phone with general managers. He's already moved Eric Robinson. We know to this point that Emil Bemstrom could be on the move soon. And then going into the year, guys like Andrew Peak, Adam Boquist, and Jake Bean were all talked about for potentially being traded. Uh, heck, even recently, Patrick Line. The fans are calling for Patrick Line to be traded. I am not calling for that, but some of you crazy fans there on X have been calling for that. Um, and you guys are just wild, but I appreciate you. And 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 heck, I even mentioned the idea of trading Johnny Gaudreau tonight. Hopefully, I won't take any flack for that. Hopefully, you will just understand me in the fact that things are bad for the Columbus Blue Jackets right now. And the only player that I want on this team should just be under the age of 25 because other than Boone Jenner, which just another reason to believe that this season's over, your captain's out six to eight weeks with a broken jaw. So that just sucks. That stinks. This year... This year may just only just keep getting worse. And yeah, I'm going to I'm going to just hopefully have fun watching the games. Like maybe it's not so bad. Maybe just the results are bad. But in the moment when I'm watching the games, I do have fun watching the Blue Jackets. They just don't end up rewarding me at the end with a win or themselves. So it is what it is. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow to do something fun i think well we will actually me and jay are going to put ourselves in the general manager chair and talk about what we would be doing to change up things for this team maybe john p mcconnell is an everydayer maybe he will hire us and then boom you can say that you remember the moment when hayden and jay put their names out there for the job which is pretty cool honestly like hey you were like one of the og guys then I'll, I'll i'll dap you up in public any day any day all right thank you so much for listening to today's episode tomorrow again we me and jay uh will be back together for an episode getting in the general manager chair talking about certain trades we would make maybe we'll look more at what is down the line in this year's draft if you want to follow along with me on social media you can find me on twitter at hayden h971 Jay is on there at underscore J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-D-E-R. The show is on there at LO underscore Blue Jackets. And as always, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please direct those to us at LockdownBlueJackets at gmail.com. Thank you once again for listening. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.